Welcome to the Destinations with Donnie podcast, where we explore your cultural passions, destination home, cuisine, community, relationships, and passion. Embrace your cultural identity as we bring you the tools to live in full color. Welcome to another edition of Destinations with Donnie, where we explore your cultural passions. Today, I am so excited to be with a fabulous group of women. We were together, I don't know, seven months ago in Tanzania and Zanzibar um, for a fantastic 50th birthday trip for our group. Uh, The birthday was supposed to be for two people, but they were gracious enough to include the rest of us that are in our 50s. (laughs) So we had a wonderful time. We'll be talking to Stephanie and Sandra Clark, Sharice Fisher, and Vicki Levy. We're missing one of our crew, but you can't, you will not know what to expect with this goodness with these women today. So I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad to see you. Everyone looks so beautiful. I just love it, love it, love it. So I want to kick off by just asking each of you, and I'll kick you off and say your names so that we don't stumble on each other, asking each of you a little bit of your background, and then we will lead it after we go through that, we'll lead into why you wanted to do this for your 50th birthday, what made it special. So let's start with Sharice. Hi. Hi. My background. So my, I was born in New York Hospital facing the East River. Oh, wow. Um, my parents were immigrants, are immigrants, from an island called Munstrad. And when people ask me my cultural background, I actually tell them I'm Munstration, even though I was born in New York. Mm-hmm. Because my mother, I think, was six months pregnant in Montserrat. And the first time I went to Montserrat, I was probably about five months old. So I like to say that I was born in America by accident. (laughs) Um, I went back and forth as a kid. So when I think of myself as a child, I definitely think of Montserrat and spending summers with my grandmother. It's where I learned how to read because I lived there for six months when I was about three, two and a half, three. Um, and then, you know, I'm also from the Bronx, you know, cause we lived in the Bronx for a little while. I'm also from New Jersey cause we moved to New Jersey when I was, uh, five. Yeah. When I was five, I'm also from the Upper East Side of <laughs> Manhattan because I, I started going to school there when I was, um, 12, 13. So I'm from a lot of places. So that makes me, I don't know, multicultural. You are. And and you actually, you have a little bit of TCK-ness in you, uh, third culture kidness, for those of you who don't know. Uh, it's interesting. Cherise really explicitly talks about the Bronx and Upper East Side and New Jersey. For those of you who aren't from New York, those are distinctive cultures. This is important. <laughs> you must say what each of them is. So yes, I appreciate that very much. So from 13, from 13, you were in Manhattan? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. And yeah. so where I met Vicky. Vicky. Now this crew, I'm new to this crew. Now Sharice 
Uh, I've known Sharice for a long time. We'll talk a little bit about her uh, her uh, career. That's how we met. But this crew has known each other for a really, really, really long time, right? So at 13, Sharice and Vicky met. So we'll get back to talking a little bit more about your journey after 13, Sharice. But Vicky, then let's talk a little bit about your background. Sure, I would love to. So Sharice is the connector of this whole crew. So I think appropriate that we started with her and you'll hear through the introductions how that um how that comes to be uh but it is true that i met sweet sharice i thought you were 12 13 you're young anyway i was 12 let's see okay who cares details never one for the details (laughs) um uh so background um let's see i like to just first of all i'm a new yorker Um, but I see that you're asking very specific questions about New York. My father is a Brooklyn-born Jew, uh, a son of immigrants um, on both sides of his uh, parents, Um, and my uncle still lives in Brooklyn. Um, My mother is Peruvian. Uh, She was born in Peru, and she moved uh, to chase her dreams, um, leaving Peru to move to New York City, Uh, And if New York City wasn't going to be the place, she was ready to move to L.A. after. Um, My mother is an amazing, amazing woman. Uh, I think that's going to be a theme. Also, here we are the products of some very strong mothers, um, which we'll come to uh, that in a moment. Um, And then uh, I live now in Boston. Um, Many of the New Yorkers might ask what I'm doing there. Uh, and I also, between those times, uh, lived in Switzerland for five years. We were lucky enough to have my work take me to Switzerland. I spoke not a word of German. My husband, Tucker, did speak a little bit of German. Um, and German and Spanish have nothing in common, uh, almost, (laughs) um, maybe except some pronunciation. Uh, so learning the German language was, um, difficult for me. And it was the first time actually a language was a challenge. Um, uh, Growing up bilingual, the other languages came more easy to me, um, whether it was French or Portuguese or even non-Romance languages, but I found German difficult. Um, But that's for another story. So anyway, uh, I think I'll I'll leave my cultural background as that. I'm a, a New Yorker, and as many New Yorkers are, uh, you have history and roots and places in so many different uh, parts of the world, um, uh, but also other cities as well. And I did meet Sweet Charisse in uh, middle school. And then uh, to complete the circle, Charisse is the one who introduced me to Stephanie. Um, I went my freshman year to visit Charisse for her birthday, freshman year in college. Uh Ooh. And I went down to visit Sharice for her birthday, and we went to a step show, and it was amazing. Excuse you. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to tell the story, tell all of it. Oh, really? (laughs) You got got Uh, Sharice drunk for the first time. Was it the first time? It was. It was. Uh, that was the first time I was. Yeah. It, oddly, yes. I kind of remember the disgusting drink that it was. It was called a fuzzy navel, orange juice, and peach snaps. And um, that's not a way that one should enjoy their 
Um, uh, 18 you should sugar. only have one of those drinks. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of sugar in those drinks and that's a terrible headache the next day. But the step show was amazing. And going back to Stephanie, meeting uh, Charisse's new tribe at Yale was um, really terrific, really terrific to see and felt good as a friend um, uh, to see the new friends that she had connected with after all our time in New York and at Burley together. I think that you really got to know Stephanie, though, when I got married for the Correct. first time. Because they were both um, bridesmaids at my wedding. My first wedding. <laughs> so many things we get to discuss, Charisse. Charisse and her sex. Charisse is, uh, we're going to talk about sisterhood yeah. friends. Charisse had a, um, probably one of the most amazing lines, but we'll talk about that to, to an, an old ex of mine. Um, and she kind of called oh. it out when she met him the first time. Really? Um, You're being that up? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What was the line? What was the line? What if you're just the transition man and not really her man? She said that to his yeah. face. I, you told me that story and, and she, I love it. That's so Sharice. Sharice, can I tell you how many times in my lifetime you've said, I said that to you? Are you surprised? Because <laughs> it's so nervy. I... Before we hand it to Stephanie. But I'm sure I asked that. You No, you did not. I'm sure uh, I was sure uh, smiling. Let's right. say when we were younger, younger, um, I, it is one of the things that what Sharice and I reflect on our uh, friends from middle school and high school. All of our friends were, uh, you would call them TCKs. They were all uh, of international or mixed heritage um, living in New York. And that was one of the things we had in common. There were many others, but that was, I think, the sort of first principles. Nice, nice. Well, it's interesting, Vicky, I just had a conversation because I went to college in uh, Berlin and, in, and I learned German in Munich, which by the way, that is like the most horrible thing to do. It's like learning English in the deep South and then going <laughs> no, to No, 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 I learned Switzerland and learning Swiss German. That's worse, <laughs> but yes. I'm with you. I don't know. It was, I was, it was like a week and I thought my German was good. It was like a week before. I'm like, are these people speaking German? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> so, anyway, but um, I found German easy and I just had this conversation with someone else who said they thought it was difficult. You know, Spanish was hard for me. And I, I spoke yeah. Spanish when I was little and we lived in Spain when I was five. And of course my father, but um learning it, relearning it later, I thought German was much easier. So it's interesting to hear how for different people, it's different, you know? The way your brain so, works, I think you're maybe more analytic than I am. German is an, an a, like a very structured, very structured analytic, very rules-based language. Yes. And I'd, I'd spoken, uh, I took eight years of French, so I spoke French before I went to Germany. I found that easy, but Spanish, whoo, I don't know. <laughs> now it's, now it's easy. But it took me a minute. Uh, Vicky, uh, <laughs> Vicky kind of laughed at me a little bit when I was practicing my Spanish in Tanzania. But that's for another time. You got that. <laughs> She's so like, a little music and a little love, and that will get with the language over the line. <laughs> so that brings us to the dynamic duo of Stephanie and Sandra. <laughs> who are mother and daughter. So Stephanie, it was also her 50th, 
she and Sharice, they were the two that really came up with this idea of going to. She came up with the idea. Oh, you came up with the idea. Okay. That's his idea. It, it became my idea. Uh, it, it started with, I want to go somewhere fabulous for my birthday. Uh, we had a tradition of going to the beach uh, for my birthday for the last 10 years. Family and friends, we just, we, we go to my local beach and we just hang out and it's just a nice day. But, all, but to make it a nice day, there's a lot of schlepping. So there's like the umbrellas and the bags and the food and the drink and the kids and you know it, it's you're going to the store so it's always like a big deal and you're exhausted by the time you get there so i think one day i said you know what one day we're gonna go away for my birthday we're gonna be on the beach we're gonna celebrate but it's going to we're, we're gonna be treated we're, people are going to come to us <laughs> we're not gonna bring all this stuff <laughs> to the beach they will bring it to us and I think it was um, another friend, Maria, who said, you know, I've heard Tanzania has beautiful beaches. And I thought, well, if I'm going all the way to Tanzania, I'm going on safari. I'm going to make it a, a whole thing. It's going to be a bucket list trip. And it kind of stuck. It just kind of stuck. And uh, talking with Charisse, uh, and I was like, wait a minute, that's that's an amazing trip. <laughs> That's a fantastic trip. We started with Kenya at first. We and started, I have right. said to started, But I think the beach was actually, Tan it was Tanzania. And then- Well, so we started with Kenya and I said to Sharice, if you're going to go all that way, you have to go to Zanzibar, which I didn't I didn't hear this beach part. So that makes me go, oh my, that was oh, amazing. Yeah. No, it was Zanzibar. always about the beach. It was always yeah. about the beach. Uh, oh yeah, that now I take it back. Yes, because we talked about D Diani in Ken Kenya. Yeah. Yes, you're right. I completely forgot that. Okay, but I didn't have the backstory. So that sounds awesome. And then we have your fantastic mother who came along the trip. Uh, not joking that you all literally look like sisters. I don't think <laughs> Sandra has a wrinkle on her face. I'm a little jealous. And actually, so, it took some doing. She, she did not want to come at first, which was a shock to me. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> the reason I'm, I'm a traveler is because of her. But she was nervous about going on this trip because she is 86 years old. And, and I felt I was too old to do this. One really? Yeah. It, took, it took actually a few months of pushing <laughs> and convincing. I had to show her, you know, the brochure of how beautiful this was going to be. Yes. And I had to convince her that this wasn't going to be a rough trip, that we were going to have a, a gorgeous glamping trip where you were going to be taken care of and not like, I don't know creating your own tent like i don't know what she thought <laughs> we were going to do but it was going to be it's going to be nice it was it was just going to be luxurious i really didn't believe it until i saw the pictures yeah um you know I've, I've been a world traveler most of my life and i love traveling but there's something happened after i turned 85 mm. and i thought this is too much i really shouldn't do this and if it hadn't been for Stephanie and Charisse, I probably wouldn't have. But you know, it was the very best trip of my entire life. And I'm Aww. so glad that you told me and that you pushed me, that you motivated me to do something that was completely out of my comfort zone. 
because I had got, I think it was COVID that caused me to just sit back and do nothing. Mm. And I was so used to doing nothing for those few years (laughs) that I couldn't move myself, but you girls did. And I thank you for that. So that's absolutely that the lovely. I mean, of my entire life. I loved it. Uh, that is fantastic. <laughs> well, I mean, we truly were. I mean, I don't even know if I would call it glamping. It was next level. Like, <laughs> I still remember the chandelier in our. Um, would would I call it a tent? Is it a tent that yes. we had on it's safari? Of sorts, yes. Of sorts, tent, yeah, but it's yeah <laughs> elevated, of course. <laughs> elevated. Well, and to this day, I still tell people, I mean, I've been to Africa so many times, but I still tell people the best internet I have ever had in my life was in the bush in Tanzania. Seriously. Like, I mean, who was it? Was it Tucker, Vicky, that was like, where are you that I can talk to you this easily? He didn't believe me. He didn't believe that we were in Tanzania. He was like, oh, this is Shuri. She took you somewhere else because if you can be online with that kind of access where are you he didn't believe that we were in the desert well in on safari and then i sent you all um maybe what a month after we got back i sent you that uh wall street journal article that talked about how um is it mount kilimanjaro has this amazing internet (laughs) but seriously i mean i had just come back from europe i went to south america after and even in the United States, that's literally the best internet I have ever had in my life <laughs> on the best trip, as you say, Sanja. All right. So, okay. So this is why you wanted to do the trip. You wanted to have a fabulous 50th. So Sharice, did it take a lot of convincing for you to come on board with this or? Not at all. Not at all. I go where Stephanie leads me. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I that mean, was- I was just sort of like, oh, how are we going to do this? But Okay. I think, so her birthday is June 6th. And so we're on the beach every June 6th, except for this last one. And uh, she, I think it was 2021 or maybe it was 2020 where she's like, so Cherise, I think I know what beach we should go to. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, which one? She was like, Tanzania. I was like, what? Okay. You know, no, no convincing. I had never been, I didn't really have this, you know, because I'm from Montserrat, I think I really have a sense of Montserrat being my homeland, you know, the motherland for me is very like tangible to me is Montserrat, right? So I don't think I have maybe what many African-Americans have, like this very like rosy idea of returning to Africa. I've never had that, right? Um, So I never, you know, never really occurred to me to go to Africa. And I'm actually not a traveler at all. I, I only really travel when somebody forces me to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was in Italy for a friend's wedding. I was in Cyprus for another friend's wedding. So there's no way I would have picked up my self <laughs> and gone to Africa if it was not for, if it were not for Stephanie. And no, took me no convincing. I just had to figure out how to pay for it. Yes, yes. So- yeah. So, Vicky, how did you get to be a part of it all? So uh, I remember every time I come into New York, I try to see Sharice if I'm there for more than uh, more than a day and night. And we were having lunch before I was leaving um, 
and I was talking about uh, us turning 50. And I think, Sharice, I don't think it was that complicated. I think you just said, well, why don't you come to Africa with us? <laughs> um, well, what actually happened was that we were not going to invite married people because we assumed married people would not want to leave their spouse oh. go halfway around the world for two weeks. It's so like life-changing trip hmm. that and I assumed that if a person was partnered, they want to do that with their husband. So I didn't really, it, I, I was talking about the trip to Vicky and she's like, uh, why am I not coming? Um, <laughs> I would come. Because Tucker had been exactly where we were. He Correct. went to Kilimanjaro already. He went to Zanzibar. And Zanzibar. And Tucker's amazing and loves Sharice. And I came. Sharice, um... <laughs> uh, what do you call him? I call him my favorite white man. He would be very offended if that status ever uh, ever shifted. Anyway, um, I came back home uh, and said, "Hey, Tucker, this is what Sharice is planning, and it's right after a college roommate's trip um, for our fiftieth, also. So it could be a little too much." And he actually stopped me and interrupted my sentence and was like, it's not too much. It's Charisse's 50th. You're coming. You're going. It's going to be amazing. And you need to you need to be there. And don't worry. And I'll take care of Gracie. Gracie's our daughter. Um, and go have fun. So that's how that's how it happened. I think that's how I'll be. I mean, that's how, first of all, I haven't met Tucker yet. I love him already. That's <laughs> how I think all people should think. Seriously. I mean, you know, for me, I remember one of my students at the university, I went to their wedding in Seoul and my boss at the university at the time said, um, well, that's a long way and that's really expensive. And I was like, you got to show up for people. Like yeah. it never occurred to me how far it was, how much it would cost. It was like, it's your wedding. We go. That's, that's how this works. Right. So I love that Tucker thinks like that because not everybody thinks like that, you know, and I think that's how this came about. So now that you all went, Sandra, you, you traveled. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your travels. Cause I want to, I want to kind of bring that together with this trip that ended up being the trip of your life. Well, I've been traveling uh, since I was, I was young because my mother was a performer she was a dancer and she took me places locally, but that informed me that there were, there was, there was movement in my life and she was my role model. And from there on in, uh, it was always someplace that I had a bucket list. I suppose I had, I was a child of the forties and the fifties. I had seen all those mm-hmm. movies of those wonderful places, like three, three uh, uh, coins in the fountain of Italy and all of the other places in Hawaii. And, and I wanted to see them for real, not just as, as, as a film. So I used to take my son, but he wasn't interested. He was 10 years older than Stephanie, but Stephanie was always ready to go. <laughs> and she became my travel partner. And we've been to Greece. We've been to uh, Italy, we've been to Spain, we've been to Portugal, we've been to Hawaii, we've been to New Zealand, we've been to Australia. We've just gone 
every summer we were going places. There was only one summer I said, we're going to be tourists in New York. And we went to all the tourist places that people went to when they came to New York mm. so that we would know our own city as well. But travel is always something that I adore. And we, oh, I remember one, one year we went to uh, Niagara Falls because I hadn't seen that. And I had seen that in the movie. Every place <laughs> that I've been to, I've seen in film. And that was the, the impetus that caused me to take all of these trips. And we went to Egypt because oh, yes. we saw the Ten Commandments. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. It was always a film that moved a direction. But it was the right And you direction. went to India. You went to India. Yes, and India and Nepal. All of those places had films first that motivated. And then Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's that's a really that's very inspirational. I you know, people call me a traveler. I don't consider myself a traveler. I travel, but I don't consider myself a traveler. Um I and I usually travel by myself. It's only recently, so this trip with you all was a milestone for me. It was hard. It was hard. So I just did a um an episode with someone and we talked about uh me being an introvert. I know people usually can't tell. You guys could probably tell a little bit on that trip because I had been traveling, which I, I call peopling. I had been peopling a lot for many months. <laughs> and I was ready for some downtime. But um, I typically don't go see sites. Like, I'll just, people say, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know, just roll out in the street, and meet some people, <laughs> right? To me, that's what travel is about. But the last few years I've been traveling with friends. This was the biggest one. Um, that's not true. When I was in South America, I was with a big group. But um, but friends that I knew from before, you all are probably, gosh, now that I think about it, this might be the only time I've done it. Because um, literally I'm usually by myself traveling. And uh, so that was fun and fun and different. So now to your point, Sanja, I'm all into seeing sites. Because literally I usually just go, meet the people, find out what's, what's the local haunt, where do people go get food, just talk to people. And that's why I have friends from all over. But then someone will say, did you see X, Y, and Z? I'm like, no, did you see? Yes, <laughs> and two. I'm like, no. They're like, well, I thought you went to such and such place. I'm like, I did. Like, why didn't no, you see anything? I'm like, I saw the street. <laughs> what? You know, I, I, I love to travel because I'm learning about, about culture, other cultures. Yeah. I'm learning about other places that have existed long before I was born. And I'm learning about where the film was made. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's great. The only place that I did that, I got we were I got married in Bali and I did that because I saw it on a TV show. I was like, yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Stephanie loves, absolutely loves the sound of music. Now you know that when she went to Spain for her junior year, she also managed to go to Austria. <laughs> <laughs> and I went on the Sound of Music tour. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Vicky, you and I talked a lot about Peru when I was in when we were in Tanzania. So tell us how because you've you've been right. Yeah, multiple times. So tell us uh, how it feels. Um. 
So we grew up going to either Peru or Argentina um, because we had uh, my mom's uncle uh, moved to Argentina for love. And that was her favorite uncle. So um, we grew up going every two years, probably is a big haul trip, right? It's a 12 hour uh, flight down to Argentina, nine hours to Peru from New York. Um, and a, put aside the expense. Um, uh, so I, about every two years, we would go down to Peru um, or Argentina for an extended uh, Christmas. We would see cousins. We would eat amazing food, um, reconnect. Um, uh, I loved it. Uh, I absolutely loved it. And it's interesting to hear you both talk about, I love travel in general, but I would also say, Donnie, I'm not, I'm both a traveler and not a traveler. And what I mean by that is when I think about downtime, I think about wanting to travel. Um, so in that way, uh, I love to travel and travel with Tucker, would travel alone, um, travel as a family, travel with friends. Um, at the same time, my work and just the way that I am takes me traveling. But when I do that, I don't, I don't think of myself as a traveler. Living in Switzerland is not being a, a traveler. I was there, um, for almost five years. Um, when you're in Switzerland, you're right in the middle of Europe and you can, you know, take a train almost anywhere, um, uh, across Europe. And that's not really traveling. Um, so anyway, it was interesting to hear you say that because there's part of me that says any, you know, anytime there's a free time and you have the ability to go explore, Sanjo, as you were saying, learn about other culture. I love to cook, learn about food, um, uh, see how different preparations um, uh, uh, happen. Um, uh, so I love that I, from an exploration perspective, but I also travel a lot for work. Um, as well. And I, none of it do I find um, exhausting or stressful. I find it energizing. But Donnie, I'm a little bit of an extrovert, uh, as you might have figured out from I get energy from others. <laughs> I know, they, they exhaust me. I love it. I love being around people. But yeah, there's a time where like it just dips into my soul. So in this other episode, <laughs> we were talking about this, this person who, uh, who was saying, yes, all of us that know you know this is your thing. And the line is very fine. There's a fine line from, hey, to, I'm out. <laughs> like, I just leave. I go, where'd she go? <laughs> like, I'm done, depleted. Energy is gone. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. But a lot of fun. And like you, I love learning about the food, learning about the people. That's my biggest thing. But now I also enjoy learning about the sites, which brings me back to Charisse. I love that you said when you're talking about Montserrat and, you know, not having necessarily this pull to Africa, right? Yeah. I, I'd have to say I feel the same way because, um, as you know, at two weeks I went to Trinidad and that was my first accent and then started traveling um, all my childhood from there, but uh, on five different continents. But I'll tell you, I didn't go to Africa till I was an adult. Yeah. I've been many times now, yeah. but the first time I went, I really, I could feel that energy. It was a different type of energy. Did you, mm -hmm. did you have Absolutely. that? Absolutely. <clears throat> Thank you for bringing that back up because I had never had this sense of, I must go to Africa. But when we landed there, it was totally different. It really did feel like a return. Um, <clears throat> when we arrived on camp, 
and they came out with the drums and they sang to us. It was like. Like we felt it. And then I was just like, I've got to do my ancestry, one, two, three, or whatever, my DNA test, because I'm from here. This is my people. You know, like it was, it was very affecting to be there, to hear the music, um, to see the people. We, you know, we made it home. Like we did make it home. Mm -hmm. I include Vicky in that totally. I definitely felt that, uh, the music, the food, the love, the way of being, um, uh, also to uh, Sharice, only because you brought up 23 and me, I haven't done 23 and me, but when I was in my twenties, I got, um, late twenties, I got, I came down, uh, with a pretty serious diagnosis. And one of the potential treatments was a stem cell transplant. And in order to have a stem cell transplant, you need to have a match. It's very difficult to be a match if you're a TCK or <laughs> you're sort of multicultural kid, cause you're trying, you know, trying to find another mutt like you. Um, so they do your genetic testing. And when mine came back, I did have African genes and Sharice is like, I knew it. Which is no surprise. I mean, if you, uh, Latin America, again, if we think about um, uh, what makes up and the, the beautiful history and the ugly history of how uh, many of the Latin countries uh, came to being. I have indigenous blood of two different varieties. I have European blood and I have African blood all uh, through my mother. So after I left you all, um, I went to... Northern Africa and then um, South America ended up in Buenos Aires. But the whole history, uh, that was the second time I was there this year and spent quite a few months in, or last year, quite a few months in um, Argentina, as well as, you know, Vicky all over South America the last couple of years. But it was really interesting because I'd never had an interest in going to Southern South America, right? And first of all, I was like, uh, Blancos, many, many Blancos. <laughs> Muchos blancos. I was really surprised how white it was. But then to find the history, and as we were discussing, um, the majority of the slave trade, 70% went through Latin America before coming to North America. And then to, especially in Buenos Aires and uh, in Argentina as a whole, to find out how a lot of the indigenous and the African population was, um, was destroyed was, I mean, it was genocide. Yep. Um, and then to find out that tango has African roots, right? So, and all, it's just so many things that I learned there. And, and, and in each of these countries, that's the, been the biggest thing that I have learned recently. I've been a lot of places and looking at the food and the history of the food. So the differences and, you know, seeing that, you know, we have roti in Trinidad, but it's chapati in Kenya. And I forget the word for it in Nigeria. And it all came from India. And, and I just was speaking with someone about Japanese food in Japan and finding out that there's curry in Jap Japan from India because of colonization. So for many different reasons, whether it was trade or colonization or politics, how are 
culture changes over time. And we think that's the way it's always been. But looking at the history is just fascinating. And that was one of the things I really enjoyed being on this trip with you all, just um, having that time to slow down. Like when we, when we made the biryani, which will be in this issue, by the way. Yes, that, that was amazing. That was amazing. Uh, and that was the best biryani I have ever had. I don't know about you guys. So I, I found this, yes, what I loved most about the trip, I think, was being with each of you and learning about your friendship ties, sharing my friendship ties with Sharice. Oh, we didn't talk about that. We're almost out of time. We didn't talk about that, but okay, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, basically, we're we're tied through career. How many years has it been now? Is it twenty years now, Sharice? Probably. I mean, Probably. it's been a long time, and Very so um, and completely unusual because I don't really keep in touch with people that I randomly meet at a conference. <laughs> and I actually and Donnie like barely knew me, and she was just like, "I'm having a birthday party. Come to Denver." And I was like fly to Denver? I don't know you. <laughs> and I did do it. Well, you know what's so funny? I felt that way when you invited me to your baby shower. I was so excited, but I couldn't, I can't remember why I couldn't come. I was very upset. I think I was traveling. I think I was out of the country. Yeah. Mm, I was very upset. I was like, like I said, I was going to show up. You didn't have to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> Before we but, go, I'd like to say something. Mm-hmm. When uh, Steffi and I went to North Africa to go to Egypt, she was about 10 or 12 years old, and we actually went as tourists. But I, I believe, I know for myself, that when we went to Africa this last time, last year, I saw my family, mm-hmm. and I had never experienced that before. And that part is major for me, that I saw where they were, how they were developing, what their, some of their goals were and like who they were. And I wanted to cry for them because mm-hmm. we over here have had a different life, even though we've gone through many pains and travails. But that that's why that trip was so very important because it wasn't just, a, I wasn't just a tourist anymore. I was there to live with them. And I remember some of them very well and I miss them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah. uh, which one is this? Egypt? Oh, that's Egypt. Yes. I think I did. I think I did Egypt right before I came to see you all. Sharice and Vicky were in Dubai, living, yes. having the time of their lives. <laughs> now I saw, and we'll wrap it right after this. What did you say, Vicky? 36 hours of ridiculous luxury. I've never seen anything like that in in my lifetime. And I do luxury pretty well, but that was um, <laughs> over the top. <laughs> again, again, because of a friendship connection, right? You all met up with a friend. Yeah. yeah. I, I met when I was five. Mm, I love that. I love that. I, so I had said to, I think I said to you all, cause I wasn't very impressed with Dubai cause I had been there in 2009 where they were just building everything. And so I had to eat crow. I said, I, <laughs> I tagged you all on my um, social feed, I think, because I went to Dubai after, yes, after 
And I was like, oh my God, this is what Sharice and Vicky were talking about. <laughs> it was a whole different place because before that, I was all about Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Would just see... Go ahead. In April. We're going to discover some of that in April. Stephanie wow. and I are going in April to, to uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi. I love it. You're going to absolutely love it. <laughs> well, thank you for for you all telling us about it, Sharice and Vicky, because that was another area that we we we've been thought about but didn't really consider going. Yep, I I loved Abu Dhabi, but now I also love Dubai. I was very surprised that I liked it. So this brings us to the end which I'm kind of bummed because we're just getting into it. I'm, I I feel like this is a reunion. I love seeing each of you because we don't get to see each other all the time. Um, and I hope, I hope, hope that we get to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, Vicky, I'm planning a trip for Peru next year. So I'll send you all the details. Maybe, maybe we can meet up. Sanjay, you'll have to come. You will love it. You will love it. I will come. (laughs) We will plan it. And you guys, I lived in Peru for, I know Vicky's been there a million times, but I lived in Peru for two months last year. And uh, yeah, y'all, we're going to have a good time. (laughs) All right, we're out. Thank you so much. It was lovely to see each of you. And Love you. Have a great day. (laughs) Thanks for listening or watching Destinations with Donnie. Show your support by rating this episode on your podcast platform, wherever you listen to your podcast. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe to get notifications of new episodes because you don't want to ever, ever miss out on any of this cross-cultural goodness.